What would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? Tony Robbins is my hero. Truth. I came back from playing basketball in Austria, and I had somehow lost my swagger somewhere in between the San Francisco International Airport and the Atlantic Ocean. I had spent 22 years etching every bit of my identity into the word athlete. I grew up molding myself into the unstoppable specimen I knew would take me to wherever I wanted to go. I dedicated 126,996,480 beats of my heart to my teammates and to my coaches at UCSD, all to win a national championship. And I failed. I went overseas hoping that a different kind of championship would fill that void. The feeling of coming up just short of your dream. I got there and I realized that no championship would ever be as fulfilling or meaningful as the one I had chased for four years with a group of girls I now call my family. I realized that the void wasn't the championship. It was the chase. It was the feeling of believing in something so deeply. And more than anything, it was my family. I came back from Austria and I thought, well, what now? If I'm no longer an athlete, who am I? It sounds pretty hypocritical going from writing a blog post like, who are you? To now admitting five years later, I was asking myself that very question. But here's the thing. Confidence comes from continually doing things that make you proud to be you. Up until that point, I had spent 22 years making myself proud. 22 years of tackling every obstacle that stood in the way of creating the life that I wanted. And then poof, that life was gone. Almost instantaneously, everything I had ever done to make me proud to be me was history. This was the first time in my life confidence was something I struggled to find. Which brings me to the story of how Osher got her swag back. One day, I went on Amazon.com and I ordered the top 10 self-help books recommended by readers. Pretty dramatic, I know. At the time, I was coaching at UCSD and my monthly salary was half of my monthly rent. That year? I became a coach, an accountant, and a magician. The last thing I could afford was a bunch of books. But I didn't care. I knew. Nothing is worth investing in more than myself. Until I have that, I have nothing to give. The first book I picked up was Tony Robbins' Awaken the Giant Within. Out of all 10 books, and those I'm continually adding to my bookshelf, this one gave me the most profound change in outlook. A change in outlook I'd like to share with you. Awaken the Giant is more of a workbook than a leisure read. Like anything in life, and sports in particular, if you're not actively implementing the things you're learning and implementing them every day, you're not actively changing your game or your life. 
when it came to working through my confidence glitch, just like in basketball, I bought in. And to prove to you how much I bought in, I've included, at the expense of my artistic ego, a photo of the workbook I wrote in while I read Tony Robbins' 512 pages of brilliance. Behold, awaken the Amazon. I take it back. I share this with you at the expense of my entire ego. On page 289 in my version... T. Robbs urges you to ask yourself, what would I want for my life if I knew I could have it any way I wanted it? What would I go for if I knew I could not fail? He tells you to write for five minutes. Be silly. Be crazy. Don't think. Just write. Dream. I did. I asked myself, okay, Basketball aside, from here on out, what would make me happy? If I could do anything, what would I do? What would make me proud to be me? I answered those questions, and just by writing it down, I began to feel that fire in my chest. The fire that I used to feel every day as I stepped foot on that basketball court. I'm not saying you need to feel like you've lost yourself in order to benefit from asking yourself these questions. Even if you're convinced your aura shines tie-dye and your personality radiates confidence, still, you will benefit. I am stronger now than I've ever been because I continue to ask myself this question. What would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? Ask yourself, what can you do now so that one day you'll look back on your life and you'll feel no void, no feeling of coming up just short? Again, confidence comes from continually doing things that make you proud to be you. What specific things can you do now that would make you proud of who you are? What would make you happy? What does your life look like? Write this down. On June 9th, 2011, I wrote it down. Back then and even to this day, I read it every day. I'd go back every six months or so, and with a different colored highlighter, I'd cross out the dreams I'd accomplished. And next to the highlighter, I'd write the date. And beneath the last dream I'd written, I'd add more dreams. In the first six months alone, I had crossed off 13 of the 37 dreams on that very first list of lifelong dreams. On January 1st, 2012, I sat there clicking the cap of my orange highlighter, staring down at my messy paragraph of jumbled dreams, burning with pride. My chest felt warm, and I could literally feel confidence spreading throughout my body as I realized I had transformed 
formed my messy jumbled paragraph of dreams into a bold neon colored portrait of Michelle Osier. In that moment, I realized you are what you dream out loud. Why? Because the very moment you say it out loud for the entire universe to hear, you've made a promise. And if you sincerely sweat integrity, you'll go to any length to follow through with that promise. The moment you and your teammates or you and your family define your mission statement out loud, you've declared a pact. And together you'll go to any length to follow through with that pact, to complete that mission. As a team, as a partnership, and as an individual, never stop dreaming. Because the moment you stop dreaming, the moment you stop growing. Use your dreams to consistently challenge yourself. Specifically define your dreams. Find confidence by literally highlighting the ones you've tackled. Add to your list of dreams. Remove the ones that no longer serve you. It's okay if your dreams change. It doesn't mean that you've failed or that you've given up. It simply means that you've changed and that's okay. Don't stress over etching every bit of your identity into a single word like athlete or student or doctor or coach or into a single dream. Instead, do your very best to etch every last one of your dreams into your identity. What would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? Ask yourself and then go grab a pen.